Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. Welcome to the Tim State. Week 21. If our podcast was a person, they could legally now consume alcohol, which is maybe fitting based on the week that, that we've we have. had. <laughs> the last episode was titled, I Declared the Regression Was Over. This episode, I pre-titled the other night in the middle of the night by saying, I was wrong. And wrong you were. <laughs> the regression is not over and delved into the deepest depths this week. Let's dive in. Lows, highs, takes. Go. I'm up, right? All right. My low for this week was, as we said, Oliver's sleep regression was not coming to a climactic conclusion last Saturday night. It was just getting warmed up. And so this week there was much more fits and starts. And basically every night, most nights this week, by five he was waking up. And some nights by four. And some nights by two. And we often go back to sleep. The five o'clock he was kind of up. But the other ones he would eventually go back to sleep. But it was probably an hour or so of him wrestling around. And I know we, I just feel very whiny about this because, you no, know. No, this is our podcast. <laughs> He's done pretty well. This is our podcast. And this week, we feel like whining. Because, man, it took it took it out of us. Oh, man. I, yes. I, sleep makes a big difference. And it was just one of those weeks where if there was ever a week, maybe in my life, where I really needed to maximize sleep, it was this week. Yeah. It is just tricky, and I mean, I woke up one morning, I was instantly grumpy, I like threw the pillows around the room to try to get to Oliver, and Matt was like, that's when I knew. It was not <laughs> going to be a good day. And then one night, because Oliver sleeps next to me, I'd gotten up to take care of him a couple times, and by like the third time, I was like, I, I don't know if I can do it. And thankfully, Matt must have known, and he leans over, I'll get him next time. <laughs> Oh, good. I don't, know. I don't know if I could have self-willed myself out of that bed. Those latent husband instincts, I guess, kicked in. Yeah, I think I said that. And then Rachel just collapses face down on the bed. I, I didn't like, even turn over oh, to dear. look at Oliver. Oh, dear. Oh. So it was, yeah. He did do better last night. He is starting to sleep all the way till when we go to bed, which was the first thing to go in this sleep regression so i'm hoping maybe full circle we're coming back to it yeah i mean we have been spoiled but i think you know lack of sleep i think is really a relative thing it is so people if your baby hasn't been sleeping well the whole your whole their whole life is what i'm trying to say (laughs) oh gosh if your baby hasn't been sleeping well their whole life and you've adapted to less sleep I mean, there is ultimately an amount of sleep like we literally can't survive without. But if you've adapted to that, you're going to be okay if it continues. If your baby has been a very kind baby and spoiled you along the way and then decides to not sleep so well, even just a little bit, it's a real, real kick to the system. Anyway, that was my low for the week. What was your low? I mean, that was definitely my low. My second other low, because this week has been a week of lows, 
But my other one I will highlight is we just got off the phone with my parents oh. and yeah. they had to, you know, kind of mutually decided that they need to cancel their trip. They were going to come out here in December. And it's definitely for the best, I think. Yeah, we just need to get through this COVID thing right now. But, man, just sad <laughs> is the overall feeling. And, you know, my parents did something, I think, profound in that, you know, Oliver won't remember them not coming out at this stage because he's so young. But, like, we will. And so it was definitely a decision-motivated by selfish things of wanting to be together and I mean good selfish things but it's like he won't he won't know any different we will know what's different and that's just it's hard this year has taken a lot of that away and you do it for the good of other people in your lives and for the world and in hopes that we can have many more Christmases together and so it's worth it to let this one go um, and find creative things but it's just hard it just is really sucky all around and i mean we've talked to many friends this is a similar story that everyone is dealing with and it's just a hard thing because yeah he won't remember it but he is only this little once yeah and so you know trying to process all that but yeah it's the best and wisest decision so thank you to my parents who will listen to this podcast for your selflessness and making that call. But it's hard. Yeah. It's so much of it has been kind of holding on. Right. But you can only hold on for so long. <laughs> and yet we have to hold on longer. That's just the reality. The kind of tragic reality in many ways. Well, you're... on such a happy note. <laughs> Well, Anything is lows. <laughs> there were real, real lows this time. Yeah. Um, okay. We're feeling it. Let's we're... let's look for the bright side of things. How's how's your high over there? Okay, my high is, and I should say there are things happening in our life that are highs. I don't know what Rachel's going to talk about, but I really focus in on a parenting or Oliver related high. So I have a feeling Rachel's going to upstage me with her high. And then it was going to sound really weird that I did not lead off with this. But my Oliver-related high was this week because he was clearly starting to roll and move a lot more. We moved him to his crib. Oh, yeah. He'd been in a little bassinet. And we put him in the crib. And it was like, oh, my goodness. He looks so tiny. And then he immediately proceeded to roll around the whole thing. I was like, I guess he's not so tiny in this. He moves moves around it all night. And I don't know how he lost in that tiny bassinet of a cage (laughs) that he was in for so long. Seriously, it was like we had a caged animal that we let into like a larger enclosure or something. And he's like, wah, freedom. Oh, but it's just he's so cute in it. This is a small thing, but it's one of my favorite things. We have a video monitor. And now I can really see him in his crib before we had it set up the bassinet was quite high so you couldn't really look down on it super easily no one cares about why but so we were looking at him through kind of the mesh side so your view of him was always somewhat obstructed but now it's not and it's just i love it i love watching the monitor now i texted matt this morning because he had already come out and was working on some stuff and i was still in bed and i opened my eyes and oliver's on his stomach just propped up with his head looking through the bars of the crib looking at me smiling <laughs> then he lays head back down 
pop up again. He was like this little uh, prairie dog. It was pretty cute. So she texts me and says, come in. He's being so cute. So I come in and then he starts crying. <laughs> then he was done with that game. I was like, but, well, okay. I guess it was fun while it lasted with mom. It was great. That is a good high. <laughs> anyway, the crib. I really like our crib. Simple. Ikea. It works. Let me tell you, this is this is maybe a take. No, you know what? I'm going to save that for my take. I didn't have a good take. Oh, okay. Okay. My high, which is, yes, life high, is we are in the process of buying a house officially this week. Thank you for that precise language, Rachel. You're welcome. So on Monday, we found out that an offer was accepted on a house, which has been exciting. We started this process back at like end of February, right before we went on our baby moon and then right before everything shut down with COVID. So then we took a few months off, but maybe the last two months or so we've been looking at some houses, um, not stressing out about it a ton, but making it a priority in our lives. And so we finally found a house that we liked and that the family liked us. And so we're going forward. Super exciting. It doesn't seem real in many ways. I was planning something for January and I was like, oh. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait a second. That's why we're moving. That's not going to work. So it feels very distant, which it is because part of our offer was we're letting the family stay through Christmas, which means we'll still be in our condo through Christmas, which is nice. I think a good conclusion to our time here with Oliver will be to have Christmas in this space that has been our home with him for like three years. Not three years old. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> for those our keeping home. count at home. Our home. This is week 21. <laughs> It's not week 121. So it feels good to have Christmas here. And then next year will be such a treat to have Christmas in a new space. And just super excited to like, we'll probably go there and he'll have his own room. And he'll have a yard to run around in. And there's just when we were looking at houses, it was so fun to dream about him growing up in one of these places. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so full of potential, it feels like. So in a year that has felt very hard and challenging and lots of disappointments, that feels like a very hopeful thing to look forward to. Yes, it's very exciting. It's a big life update. It's Oliver related tangentially, adjacent, I guess. Yeah. It's adjacent. Oliver adjacent. I like that. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, I'm sure we're going to be talking much more about it. Yeah. Along the way. It'll be, there's lots. I've already started diagramming out the house. There's. Uh, spreadsheets already being made. I'm getting into the game. Rachel's in full Rachel mode. Yep. This it's is how good. I was with our wedding, with having a baby. Start diagramming. You know, Rachel <laughs> is ready to go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a project. Should I move on to takes? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here's my take. It's crib related because we went at one point to, is it was it Bye Bye Baby? Mm-hmm. To look at cribs slash beds for him. And they had these you know adaptable becomes kind of the bed head and the prices on these were obscene for what they were i was flabbergasted and i thought wow i did not realize it's going to be dropping hundreds of dollars on a crib when my child isn't going to care at all where they sleep then once again the good old swedes come to us with ikea much more reasonably priced crib it's all he needs it does adjust down it will adjust into all the way down to a toddler bed actually so it's like two levels height wise and then you can take off 
an end. So it becomes sort of like a day bed, like a day bed. I don't know what a day bed is, but sure where he can sleep. So you know what? I don't work for Ikea. We're not sponsored by Ikea, but if I was buying a crib, that's the place I'd be looking. That's my take. That's a great take. Forget about these other fancier places. Not having it. We do have fancy crib sheets from Solly, but which I really like. They're very soft, but okay. Get yourself some fancy crib. Get yourself like twenty pairs of fancy crib sheets, <laughs> and you'll with, still save yourself with a lot money, of money you saved. My take is that I just have not been able to think very straight this week at all, and my brain feels like it's in a million places. And part of that's just life. Part of that is having a baby. I, yeah, it's been hard. I don't know how to process emotions, I feel like, of this week, good and bad. And I don't know how much of that is postpartum related. Sometimes that stuff kicks up at six months. So maybe it's something with that. I think life in general is just tricky. And then you're dealing with a baby and you're trying to protect them from the world, which is messy right now. And so I think I have been sheltering in some of that. But it's hard. It's Yeah, I was talking to my counselor this week. And like, listen, I'm not a huge crier in general in life. But man, I cried a ton when I was pregnant. <laughs> Which, you know, there's a lot of hormones raging. Mm-hmm. So fair enough. But like, yeah, I just, I'm having a harder time accessing some of that. Because it just feels like we've been hit over the head. I think you described it or someone did as like a whack-a-mole right now of the year you hit down one thing but then something else is going to pop back up and there's almost no way to avoid it it just all feels so big and i'm glad oliver won't remember this <laughs> but it definitely will continue to affect the way we parent and my counselor did say something i thought that was really helpful this week of like man you are going to be a different parent than you would have been and i think probably overall a stronger parent than you would have been had we not gone through this pandemic because you're just having to combat so much. And I don't want to have that narrative of like, this is the time like we're all going to thrive and there's a silver lining. I don't think that's true about what we're all going through right now. But I do think it is fundamentally going to change who we are. And I think we do become more resilient people through challenges like this. And yeah, it's, I yeah, I don't know if we'll ever be able to point back exactly what this year has changed in us, but I think it, has and will and i think ultimately hopefully for the good wow that took a beautifully optimistic <laughs> turn there <laughs> i know you kind of can't this help is my yourself. brain all week this so. is rachel though too <laughs> listeners if you don't know she it's very hard for her to stay i'm the eeyore of the couple that uh, that is probably pretty clear but rachel almost always finds a way to mark redemption in something i mean the thing i've been saying and i believe is just we are all overloaded There is no thriving when you are overloaded emotionally and just making simple decisions requires so much. You just have to remember to bring a mask everywhere to start. So your list of things that you're bringing with yourself is longer, let alone considerations of space and all that. That's just for a simple run to the grocery store. So I don't think there's anything wrong with with us or with you if it's hard to access emotions when we're completely overloaded. There's going to be space. We're going to have to continue to revisit the things that we're going to have to mourn from this season. Even when we come out of this season, we're not going to be done grieving it, right? And I think that's something that we're going to want to mark carefully, especially in a way to kind of honor this year of Oliver's life as well, the things that we've missed and 
um, not been able to do. So anyway, that's my that's my soliloquy. It was your take. It's great. I'm glad I uh, second everything you said. <laughs> All right. This is a short episode. We debated even doing an episode this week, but we said the listeners demand it, which is not actually true. None of you have ever demanded that we do a weekly podcast. But even the hard weeks are necessary to document sometimes and we're both tired i hope you can hear oliver in the background he's mostly talking don't worry he's not that upset we're not really ignoring well we're ignoring him but we think he's okay he he is okay i can see him on the video monitor (laughs) (laughs) just to be clear all right friends we are grateful for you we're grateful that you listen to us on weeks where we're amped and on weeks where we got nothing this is one of those weeks so on that note i'm matt i'm rachel And that is your Tim's take.